What is up, ghouls and ghosts, ladies and gents? I'm Peter A. DeLuca, another known as Pad, aka Pad, Acapad, and this is aka Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast. I hold your hand into the realm of movie, movie opinion, movie insight, films you should be seeing, good and bad, all kinds of reasons. We have long form discussion long form insight long form reviews that's right we even go back sometimes and rediscuss movies because i believe wholeheartedly that film criticism is dead i'm single-handedly trying to save it and this right here right now is the 31 days of dread day one mid somar midsummer how do you even pronounce it not even sure but i saw the movie I'm here to talk to you about it, and look, you're already here. Some of that sweet Halloween mix rolling in. So let's just fade into that intro and come right back. This is the annual 31 Days of Dread, third annual. We're, we're already three years deep into this. Every single day of October, we talk about a horror movie. And today, we're talking mid-somar. This movie, I just watched this movie last night. Now, here's the funny thing. The previous episode, episode 220 of AK Pads Audio Destiny podcast, I mentioned that, uh, you know, I was kind of ahead of the curb this year when it came to, um, you know, my recordings. Now, the funny thing, though, is like, I'm still technically going to be ahead. I'm not going to be as ahead as I would have liked because I destroyed the order of the movies. Originally, uh, day two uh, was was going to be a movie called Bye Bye Man, and uh, day one was going to be Brightburn. Now day one is Midsummer because I had such a crazy experience watching this movie, and I I thought doing a modern block would just be better opening this, you know, to get people acclimated with exactly what I'm doing. Uh, within the 31 Days of Dread. Uh, I'm trying to get a little bit better with my programming. And, you know, it's just... It, look, uh, myself getting better with my programming is just... Uh, you know, it's, it's peace of mind for all of us. Trust me. But look, look. Avi Aster. Not too long ago, he comes out with a movie called Hereditary. With Tony Collette. Tony Collette should have got 10 Oscar nominations for her performance. That movie uh, largely overlooked from its its uh, just ju- just 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 from its cinematic power. I feel like this movie also is getting getting overlooked. Now, no one's saying these aren't bad movies. Uh, yeah, I think Midsommar is uh, definitely confusing to a lot of people. Uh, you know, and it doesn't make you feel right. You know, like, you feel a little uneasy at the end. Now, this is a little bit of a trend within modern horror where, like, the evil entity wins. Uh, And, and, you know, like, um, like, the lace exorcism, I think it's the lace exorcism of Emily Rose or the lace exorcism. You know, like, that movie's pretty much like the apocalypse, Cabin in the Woods, Hereditary, the Babadook. Uh, You know, like, it's, it's a pretty substantial list at this point. And I think a lot of this is a response of the modern filmmaker growing up with movies where the evil was defeated. And they're now 
it's like almost like the these guys are are correcting a trend uh while you know creating a trend their own now what is this movie about that's a that's a solid question it's a solid question because if 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 you watch the trailer if you watch the trailer you're like oh okay it's a crazy cult movie uh or is this movie about grief and lost or a a long uh like strangulation of, of of a relationship you know or like the fear and the anxiety of not ending a relationship once we're in one it's it's look uh it's equally both and because of that i feel like that that this movie is confusing now this movie's fantastic this movie is shot mostly during the day uh you know like i the most most of the night is in the beginning and then it just turns to bright blue bright greens just bright then white lots of white which is very refreshing when it comes to horror and like that's that's another reason why i wanted this to be day one because you know horror at night look look i I just watched terrifier on netflix you know like that movie probably exists because of night shooting you know like we can make horror movies at night night hides a lot hides a lot of mistakes when we shoot in the daylight, you know, like our skills as as a filmmaker, the way how we've run our sets, the vision we have, gets either gets highlighted or it it gets exposed, and it, like this kind of goes. It just reminds me of of Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, and some you know some of you might be like, he's going mad. What was he talking about? The Battle of Hoth, the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, is significant because it was clear white and blue shoots and shots. Meaning the special effects had to be near like perfect for its time. Near perfect to sell some of that imagery. And it did. And it blew people's minds. And it helped solidify Empire Strikes Back as the... Like, you know, with the special effects sequence for its day, and it still holds up. Midsommar is a horror movie based on this cult. And we know the tropes. We know that there is just, uh, you know, uh, like inexperienced or youthful Americans or youthful visitors that don't understand the customs getting into something that's way over their head. And then these people know how to ensnare their victims, spiderweb, that, that, that sort of thing. We have seen this time and time again. Uh, watching this movie, I was largely reminded of Eli Roth's Green Inferno. And the, the two are, um, I believe, are um, uncharacteristically or unfairly compared. Because there's intent in Eli Roth's Green Inferno. The intent of that movie is to give you a cannibal experience. You know, like, we we just want to see people butchered and eaten. That's the intent of that movie. This movie doesn't have the intent of horror. It just has the intent of anxiety and uneasiness. Uh, It has the intent to be serious. 
and because it's serious, some of it does fall flat. It's always hard when we, like, as a creator, it's hard when you go into pure realism because it, it, you know, like, it, you need a perfect through line, and this this fails more times than it succeeds. Uh, in this movie, the the biggest. Uh, you know, knock against this movie I have is that the cult aspect of this movie doesn't follow through because you don't really know what's happening with some of these like rituals that that these people are doing. Some of it you do, some of it you don't. Uh, I believe there's got to be more. Uh, there's a three-hour cut version of this movie out there that was officially released that may reveal a little bit more about the happening within the cult. Now, if that's true, you know, th- this movie kind of will ascend into masterpiece level. Uh, you know, he we're dealing with a emerging master here, but we're also dealing with I and I did address this with Dragged Across Concrete that uh, some of these young filmmakers that make spectacular out of the gate movies, which is now becoming a common thing. Uh, you know, you, you just have to wait a while for a filmmaker to, to produce something of value. Now we get it right away. These guys kind of get last cut or final cut a little too early within their career. I think this movie could have benefited from the studio kind of saying, Hey, let's make this type of product. Like, you know, let's, let's, just, let's just make this type of product, put it out there, and let's just see what happens. This this could have benefited from that. Now, getting back to the grief part of this movie, the uh, the director has said that you know, like uh, this movie was somewhat of, of a response of a, a recent breakup of his, like this long drawn breakup, and. Some of the characters uh, in this movie, like all represent, like you, you can always see that they're, they're ripped from his life, and because you know because they're ripped from from his life, they they do have, uh, I would say like uh, snapped realism, almost like animated realism. You know, like their their tropes and their characteristics are there from the very start, and they're clear, and it, it, that's that's really well executed. Uh, because we identify with them and then we kind of you know like when things start happening with these characters or not happening because all the death just about every single death in this movie is off screen watch again uh you know like it's 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 hard to totally put this in a horror category even though it is uh because of that and you know and like and that that to me that's the the choice of the, of of a bold filmmaker it's so uncommon uh, I just, I literally loved it. I really, I really did. Like when, when I realized that that was happening, <laughs> I'm just like, wow, okay. Uh, this, this is such a bold, interesting move. So I think we, I think we have better character development. I think we have better character moments. I think we have better character drama within the boyfriend, girlfriend, friend of the scenario, the boyfriend's friends. The relationship of the friends with the girlfriend. That whole dynamic is just well defined. And it, I don't want to say it's near perfect. But I would I would kind of argue it can't get much better. It really can't. 
and that's why this movie is a straight up recommendation that's why i i'm very happy i'm very proud look i did a lot of footwork uh, you know because i'm redoing the 31 days of dread order day two coming up is going to be brightburn if you haven't seen brightburn and you you cry about new things and you 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 know like you're sick of adaptations and sequels for everything and you haven't seen brightburn uh yeah go see that movie before we talk about it tomorrow i know it's available on redbox and amazon instant but this movie i'm happy and i'm proud to present this movie to you because it is going to be looked at and discussed for a very long time moving forward because it is uh the intent of this movie uh you know comes through you know like it is this is the filmmaker coming through to us through his work and we see a little bit of his real life trauma through and and you know like it's just it's just great you know like uh, personal horror movies are not very common personal ones with a dramatic impact are virtually rare and and we do have something special here just through the intent of the filmmaker but look everyone for the 31 days of dread day one it's midsummer